Good morning and welcome to Resurrection Lutheran Church on this Easter Sunday, this Resurrection Day. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. And we can say Alleluia now because we took those Alleluias away during Lent while we reflected upon our sin. But now Christ is risen so we can bring those Alleluias back from where they were buried, and we're going to have the kids bring them up right now. Thanks, guys. So our Alleluias are back. We can praise God for the risen, resurrected Jesus Christ, and that is why we are gathering here this morning. Now, just a couple announcements before we begin. Uh, we're going to continue to meet... Um, uh, we're going to put these videos up for as long as this pandemic goes for, and people will gather around 10.30 the time we normally do so that we can do this together as, as a community. Like always, if you need prayer for anything, just give me a call, uh, and you can always be in prayer continually for each other during this time. It's one of the ways that even though we can't gather together, we come together as God's people. We do that through prayer. And as always, take care of one another. A phone call to each other, to your family, to your friends can go a long way during this time while we are socially isolated. And one thing I also don't want to forget during this time is that there are birthdays going on during this time. So we've had two birthdays over the last week. One was Pastor Anna's birthday. Happy birthday to you. And also to Lois, happy birthday to you. I would sing happy birthday, but nobody wants to hear me alone singing that. So if you want to sing happy birthday to Pastor Anna and Lois where you are, definitely go ahead and do that. Christ is risen. This is his resurrection day. This is our resurrection day. So we're going to lift our voices in song to begin our service. Please open your hymnal to uh, hymn 144. Good, good Christian friends rejoice.
Before we continue, I just want to thank Kira for sending in the, the, the music for these songs, for her playing on the piano, and for Lois as well. She's been, uh, she recorded one for Good Friday, she recorded a song for us today on her flute, and it's great to have everyone contributing in different ways so we can put this service together and really worship the Lord uh, in multiple ways. One of the ways we're going to worship the Lord is we are going to receive his forgiveness here this morning. The forgiveness that he won through his death and resurrection, through his blood shed on the cross for us. And we're going to do that with our confession found on page 77 of your green hymnal. We begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Most merciful God, we confess that we are in bondage to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may take delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, because he shed his blood on the cross for you and for me, I declare to us all the full forgiveness of our sins, not through our power, our reason, or our merits, but through faith in and because of Jesus Christ alone. This is declared in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now we'll hear the prayer of the day for this Easter Sunday. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. O God, you gave your only Son to suffer death on the cross for our redemption, and by his glorious resurrection you delivered us from the power of death. Make us die every day to sin, so that we may live with him forever in the joy of the resurrection, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We will continue with God's word. Our first lesson this morning is from Jeremiah chapter 31 verses 1 to 6. At that time, says the Lord, I will be the God of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. Thus says the Lord, the people who survived the sword found grace in the wilderness when Israel sought for rest. The Lord appeared to him from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting love, therefore I have continued my faithfulness to you. Again I will build you, and you shall be built, O virgin Israel. Again you shall take your tambourines and go forth in the dance of the merrymakers. Again you shall plant vineyards on the mountains of Samaria. The planters shall plant and shall enjoy the fruit. 
For there shall be a day when sentinels will call in the hill country of Ephraim, Come, let us go up to Zion, to the Lord our God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our psalm this morning is Psalm 118, verses 1 and 2, and 14 to 24. Psalm 118, and you can find it on page 273 at the beginning of your green hymnal. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. Let Israel now proclaim, his mercy endures forever. Verse 14. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. There is a sound of exaltation and victory in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord has triumphed. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord has triumphed. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord has punished me sorely, but he did not hand me over to death. Open for me the gates of righteousness. I will enter them. I will offer thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. He who is righteous may enter. I will give thanks to you, for you answered me and have become my salvation. The same stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. On this day the Lord has acted. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Our second lesson is Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 to 4. So if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 20th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, and the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple set out and went towards the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there, and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who reached the tomb first also went in. He saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scriptures, that he must rise from the dead. The then disciples returned to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. She said to, they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? 
whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and to your Father and to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Jesus Christ. Before we get to our sermon this morning, the kids have a song for us, which they'll perform for us now. Be gone. I am more powerful than you. 
This is what we celebrate on Easter. This is why we say that Christ is risen today. Risen from the grave to new life to forgive your sin and forgive my sin. This is a glorious day. Whether we are together celebrating or apart because of this pandemic, Satan cannot ruin our celebrations because Christians across the globe, whether in their homes or in their churches, wherever they are, Christians, brothers and sisters, all across the world celebrate today because this is the reality. Our Lord Jesus Christ was resurrected from the grave. God took his son, his son who was tortured, beaten, and crucified for our sin, and the sin of the entire world. And God raised him from the grave to bring forgiveness to all who would believe in that death and resurrection by faith. God resurrected Jesus so that death would not be the final word in our lives, but instead so that we too could be raised with him to eternal life. And this is the reality that Paul brings forward in our short reading from, not Corinthians, from Colossians. Because of resurrection, the world would never be the same. Satan and all his schemes were defeated, not through the sword or through some sort of epic battle, but through the power of God to bring life out of death, through his sovereignty over his creation, to which even sin and death had to bow. Paul begins our reading this way. So if you've been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Jesus could not be seated with the Father if he had not been resurrected, moved from the grave back to life. So in this section, Paul appeals to the reality of Easter, that a risen Christ means something for us, for you and I. He tells us to seek the things that are above, that our lives should not be the same because of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so we seek a different way of living as Christians because we too have been raised on this day with Christ. And this is an important thing to remember. On Easter, we celebrate Christ's victory over death, his resurrection, but this victory was not just so that God could stick out his tongue at Satan and say, ha ha, I win. The victory of Jesus Christ over the grave was more than that. It was for you. Because of Jesus' resurrection, you too have been raised with him. When Jesus died on the cross, he took with him all of your sin and all of my sin and buried it deep in the place of the dead. He took your punishment and sent it packing when he was raised to new life. And this is what Paul tells us. Because our sins have been forgiven, through the Holy Spirit we have been clothed in Christ's righteousness and raised with him. And so our outlook on life should be different. Paul writes, Set your minds on the things that are above, not on the things that are on the earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. The death of our sin means that our old life 
is gone, buried for good. Our new life is being united with Christ in all the power of God the Father. Seek the things that are above. Set your mind on things that are above. Set your mind on the ways of God. In our daily walk with our families, with our friends, in our jobs, in our vocations, whatever it is that we do, Paul is telling us because of Jesus Christ, our minds are now freed to see how God is working so that we can look up rather than always looking below. So that we can live in the reality that we can be at peace with God's ways and actually seek to live in harmony with the ways of God. All this because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. This is the implication that we celebrate on Easter. When we believe by faith, we are resurrected too with Christ. When Paul says we have been raised with him, he looks to our baptism, where we are plunged into the waters of death to have our old life drown, and we are pulled to new life by Jesus' victory on the cross through his blood shed for us. We are new creations in Christ because of his resurrection. So we should not live our lives in the mindset that we are just like everyone else. Because by grace, we have been saved from living our lives out only as lives of sin against God and his ways. I could go on about these old ways, but Paul writes it much better than I could say. In the verses after our reading today, Paul says this. He says, put to death, so drown in the promises of your baptism. Put to death, therefore, whatever is in you that is earthly, fornication, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which is, un which is idolatry. On the account of these, the wrath of God is coming for those who are disobedient. These are the ways you once followed. But when you were made living, when you were living that life, but now you must get rid of all such things, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive language from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have stripped off the old self with its practices, and you have clothed yourself with the new self. You've clothed yourself with Christ because of his resurrection, which is being renewed in knowledge according to the image of its creation. Paul tells us to seek the things above because Christ's resurrection from the dead changed everything for us. The old was stripped away and the new was put on. And through it, we should not go on living our lives like we still have our old clothes on. We have new clothes. We are clothed in the blood of Jesus Christ who forgave our sins. And because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, God is renewing our lives to live for him day by day through the Holy Spirit which lives inside us. So when the Holy Spirit comes and gives us the faith to believe the reality of Easter, it is all these things. It is changing the fabric, the very fabric of our being. The old is gone. The new is here. Our death, like Jesus, is replaced by life. Death is not the end for us because of Jesus Christ. So 
So Paul implores us to live in the new, seeking things above and not below. And we celebrate Easter as the day that we were one new life by Jesus Christ. And so we should live in this reality as renewed servants of God. But we know, like the, the list of the old life that Paul recited for the Colossians, we all too often seek the things that are below rather than that are above. We desire to let our old life come back and replace the new life given to us by Jesus Christ. That is why Martin Luther said to return to the promises of your baptism daily, to drown again and again the old sinful life that wants to return and take hold of you and tear you away from the new life won by the blood of Jesus Christ on the cross. But we have been raised with Christ, resurrected with him, and that old life can never again win the day. Like Satan's laugh being silenced by the empty tomb, we now live in a new reality by grace where we are granted eternal life with all of our sins forgiven, that new clothing never to be torn from our bodies. And this is an important point. When all of our sins are forgiven, it means all of them are forgiven by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Not just the ones we knew before we knew Jesus Christ, but all of our sins. Sins of the past, sins of the present, and our sins of the future. And no slip into the old life will snatch you away from the reality given to you by Jesus Christ through his death and resurrection on Easter. You cannot be snatched for one sin when you turn to him and repent and ask God, for your forgiveness. Paul says, when Christ who is your life is revealed, that you will be revealed with him in glory. And this is a promise from God. A promise that the old is gone and the new has come. So clothe yourself in Jesus Christ. Set your mind on things above because hallelujah, Christ is risen. This is the new reality for you, and this is the new reality for me. And that new reality that Christ has forgiven all of our sins so we can set our mind on things above. This is a life that is worth celebrating and a life that is worth living. Jesus was betrayed on Maundy Thursday for our sin. He was brutalized and crucified on Good Friday for our sin. He remained in the grave on Holy Saturday, held there by the wrath of God because of the weight of our sin. But for our sake, on Easter Sunday, on this resurrection day, he was raised from the dead, resurrected to new life, and the tomb became empty. Now Jesus Christ sends us his Holy Spirit so that we can live the life he died for us, to have. A life lived not in the old ways of sin, but a life lived with the chains of sin broken and our minds being renewed so that we could seek the things that are above, the ways of our Lord Jesus Christ. A life that is forgiven of all our sins 
and resurrected with Jesus Christ to life eternal. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you willingly went to the cross to die for us, to take our sins, to take our punishment, and to forgive them by the shedding of your blood. We celebrate today your resurrection from the grave because we too are united with you in your resurrection. By faith in you, by the grace extended to us, we too get to live lives that are new and fresh, where we can seek the things that are above and not below. When we fail to always be looking up towards you, forgive us and pull us back towards that life that you died for us to live. We thank you so much that you were resurrected for us so that we could know you and love you and serve you and have everlasting life with you and the Father and the Holy Spirit forever. We give you thanks, Lord Jesus. Amen. So in the resurrection power of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit filling us to seek things that are above. Please sing with us hymn 128 in your green hymnal, Christ the Lord is Risen Today. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we have been brought from death into life. The Apostles' Creed tells us the reality of this grace that God bestows on us. 
So please turn to page 85 in your green hymnal, and we'll say the Apostles' Creed together. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. So now let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. We begin this prayer time with our congregational prayer that we will say together. Lord God, enable us to work with you as you continue to form us into your image. Hinder our own agenda so that your heavenly plan for us might be gloriously developed. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord of heaven and earth, during this COVID-19 outbreak, we pray for your wisdom and mercy as we live our lives in self-isolation and social distancing from others. Help us to find new and unique ways to set our minds on things above and live our lives in service to you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father of all, we pray for extended families everywhere who would usually gather today to celebrate the resurrection of your son. By your love, may you unite us across social distances and bring all families the strength and peace promised through your son, Jesus Christ. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Holy Spirit, as our healer, we pray for those who are working in our health care system. Protect them as they care for the sick and strengthen them to be your hands and feet. Give them courage in the face of adversity and may your people be a source of hope through our prayers. Beyond the pandemic, we lift up to you those who are sick, scared, or alone during this time. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Jesus, our King, we pray for your church across the world this Resurrection Day. We pray that together we might walk in your strength and find our hope in your promises. Be our strong Messiah so that we might serve our neighbors in your resurrection power. We especially pray for the congregations we name before you now. Emmanuel Lighthouse United Pentecostal Church and their pastor, Reverend Dustin Abbott. Basil Hacka Lutheran Church in Vancouver, B.C. and their pastors, Kim Voon Yi and Billy Chu, and St. John's Lutheran Church in Poplar, Montana. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Jesus, our hope, we pray not just to see your healing work in our world, but more importantly, we pray to see your spiritual work across our country. You died and rose again so that all the world could have their sins forgiven by your blood shed on the cross. May you use this pandemic to create revival in Canada so that many more would come to know eternal life through your death and resurrection. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer.
Jesus Christ, in these turbulent times, we need the firm confidence that you are for us and that we can turn to you in all things. When our lives feel out of control, remind us that by faith we are united with you in your resurrection to forgive us our sins and raise us to new life with you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Holy Spirit, as you call us to meet by the gospel to be your church, strengthen those congregations who are not able to meet together at this time to receive your gifts. Fill your people with word and sacrament so that we could bring hope to our world and find strength in your promises. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, in your mercy for our fallen world, we pray that you would stop the spread of COVID-19, repent us of our sins that have contributed to this virus, and help those who are sick to recover. Give strength to our healthcare workers, wisdom to those researching treatment, and common sense to those working in government. Help us, Lord, always to be wise in our actions and praying in our hearts. Spur us to walk in your light so that we may find hope in your word and strength in your promises. Remove from us all fear and anxiety because you, O Lord, are in control, even when we do not see or feel it. Lord God, our trust is in you alone. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, not trusting in ourselves, but in your abundant mercy, through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Now the Lord is gracious and mighty to still allow us to collect and bring in our offerings for his church, for his use. So we give thanks to the Lord God that we are still able to do this during this time using the offertory prayer found at the bottom of page 87 in your green hymn. Together we say, Merciful Father, we offer with joy and thanksgiving what you have first given us, ourselves, our time, and our possessions, signs of your gracious love. Receive them for the sake of him who offered himself for us, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now we will prepare for a time of communion. During this time of communion, uh, it's good to remember that the Lord's Supper is for baptized believers in Jesus Christ, for those who place their faith and trust in his death and resurrection for our sins. As Lutherans, we believe that it is God's word that brings us the real presence of Christ in, with, and under the bread and wine. It is through this, his presence with us, that our sins are forgiven and we are strengthened for God's service. If you are a baptized believer in Jesus Christ, you are welcome to partake in the Lord's Supper with us today. The Lord be with you and also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is indeed right and fitting that we should at all times and in all places offer thanks and praise to you, O Lord, Holy Father, almighty and ever-living God. But chiefly we are bound to praise you for the glorious resurrection of our Lord, 
for he is the true Passover lamb who gave himself to take away our sin, who by his death has destroyed death, and by his rising has brought us to eternal life. And so with Mary Magdalene and Peter and all the witnesses of the resurrection, with earth and sea and all their creatures, with angels and archangels, cherubim and seraphim, we praise your name and join their unending Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed are you, Lord of heaven and earth. In mercy for our fallen world, you gave your only Son that all those who believe in him should not perish but have eternal life. We give thanks to you for the salvation you have prepared for us through Jesus Christ. Send now your Holy Spirit into our hearts that we may receive our Lord with a living faith as he comes to us in this holy supper. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and he broke it. He gave thanks and gave it to the disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. So we now pray together as our Savior taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. They will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Come, taste, and see how gracious our Lord is. Blessed are they who trust Alleluia, Alleluia, give thanks to the risen Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, give praise to his name. Jesus is Lord of all the earth. He is the King of Give thanks to the risen Lord. Alleluia, 
Serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.